over his own body and mind, an individual is sovereign, John Stuart Mill. With this post I begin a new writing journey. I am hopeful about new insights being gained from my exploration, and to be piggybacking into my awareness. I recently purchased the 300 plus page The Philosophy Book to extract content as reference material for each post. Broken down into 6 major categories and 107 subcategories, there is enough content to keep me busy and focused for the long term. Although I might not order my new writings chronologically, because I prefer change over routine, I'll keep a record of entries so as to avoid duplications, and to make your passenger seat ride interesting. The philosophy book is an oversized book with short paragraphs of information making it quite encyclopedic in miniature style. The full bleep ruby red pages blew me away. Reading can be a visual feast too. Timelines also help keep things in perspective, especially if you are going to run around in circles. Here's an illustration that I learned about from a D and AD masterclass I took, showing how traveling from point A to point B never happens directly in a straight line. It's a bunch of chaos, friends. Where's the beef? As an old burger commercial asked. So, here's three philosophical questions for you about the John Stuart Mill quote above. 1. What is an individual body? Mine? 2. What is an individual mind? Me? 3. What is an individual? personality? Actually, prior to unraveling those dense questions, you must define even more terms in order to prevent the eyes of your audience from glazing over. Such as. 4. What is a collective body, as in the body of Christ? 5. What is the collective mind, ESP, and? 6. What does collective mean, the butterfly effect? Do you see where I am going with this rabbit hole? So, instead I'll tell you a true story that happened to me. Occasionally I'll check out Bichute for alternative news, and mostly only scan the headlines. One day not too long ago, I happened upon a video by a young woman adorned with a shock of red wavy hair offering viewers a guided walking meditation. Since I enjoy walking, I clicked. She spoke very fast and I couldn't imagine how that could help anybody wanting a peaceful seeking meditation. I was about to switch channels when she began the meditation. Her voice changed completely, and sounded like a mother reading to a young child. I stayed. At first I was seated until, again, I almost switched off because of the length of the meditation. Instead I stood up and paced around the room while listening. In the evening our house is generally quiet and hardly a car passes by on our country road. I could imagine the night creatures having their conversations. Several minutes into the walking I suddenly had a mystical experience. Possibly similar to the realm Dr. Joe Dispenza speaks about, like a switch from perceiving my body as a solid object to something different. Difficult to explain, I expand a bit more about this in an upcoming interview I had with Lee Magazine, and I'll post the interview in the blog's news category. The best way I might explain seeing my body walking around the room differently is like watching a 3D digital version in poxelated form. The pixels are overlapping while vibrating in place with a back and forth motion like pendulums. Wow! I truly am a computer screen come to kinetic life. My question then became, what the heck is keeping all the pixels together? After an internet search I found an article that explained how the skin is a barrier preventing water from drowning us. I imagine there must be a similar barrier or invisible substance, to us, that acts as a glue in and around all our pixels, particles, cells, atoms, molecules, neutrons, electrons, neutrinos, etc. If, however, as Mill says, an individual is sovereign over his mind and body, what if the glue holding us together is only our consciousness? Oops, I forgot to remember I'm supposed to be solid.